We are headed over to talk to the CEO of Classical Conversations, Robert Bortons, about New York City Department of Education accused of promoting anti-Semitic teachers. I wonder why. Hi, Robert. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. Better than the students in New York City schools. You know, I, I feel badly for them because kids are like sponges and they just soak up any kind of of putrid, uh, uh, just whatever the teachers spew to them, they're going to believe because they look at their teachers and they think, well, this person is here to take care of me and teach me. And unfortunately, we have some people in those roles who shouldn't be. Yeah, absolutely. And it really starts at the education they, they're receiving in college, uh, critical race theory uh, that divides us and the oppressors and the oppressed. And they view uh, really uh, the Jews as oppressors. And, of course, to anyone who knows the history of the Jews, that seems ridiculous. But that's how colleges have been teaching our uh, teachers to teach our young people. And so when you've got things like uh, the Palestinians uh, bombing, killing women and children and babies and burning them to death, uh, they feel like the Palestinians have the right to do that because they are the oppressed, and if you're being oppressed, you can do whatever you want to the oppressors, and that's what's being taught in our government school system. Yeah, I'm sure that baby oppressed a lot of people before they cut its head off. I'm, I'm sure of it. So you are um, in support of classical Christian homeschooling all across the nation and even in some foreign countries with uh, classical conversations, and you are trying to get people back to the basics in education, getting that hands-on learning and maybe even some theology so we can understand that <laughs> Jews have always been the underdog in the story across the, the beginning of time. Yeah, so uh, we look at the best materials that have been written throughout history, written uh, that have stood the test of time, and we engage that through uh, conversation with our students, uh, engaging them in the learning process. And we do that through uh, the process of grammar in the early stages, uh, logic in the middle school years, and uh, being able to express ourselves appropriately with rhetoric uh, in high school. And we do that, like I said, in 57 countries all around the United States, a classical Christian perspective that believes truth can be known, that... Uh, we are all made in the image of God, therefore we are all created equal, and uh, we should respect and love each other. Yeah, no matter what color you are, no matter where you came from, you should love and one. But but you shouldn't allow people to abuse you and, you know, burn you alive and cut your heads off. At that point, it's time to fight back. No, yeah, you absolutely have the right to defend yourself. And, you know, we need to have culture. You know, we have this toxic masculinity thing that the public schools and the teacher unions have been pushing for a long time, but we need strong men who know what it means to be a man, what it means to defend uh, the innocent, defend those who are unable to defend themselves. That's why we have a, a Second Amendment and why, uh, you know, countries like Israel who were attacked, you know, they don't have a Second Amendment, so they were, you know, slaughtered with really no way to defend themselves. So our founders were wise. They were classically educated. They had read the greats like Plato and had seen what other countries had done well and what they had not done well. 
And that's why they gave us a republic, if we could keep it. Yeah, well, we can, because there are enough gun-toting, non-race-hating, and uh, big manly men, and even some manly women, um, in this country who are not going to put up with the crap of, this is the law now, you have to abide by it. And I don't know too many people in law enforcement who would support that either, when it came right down to it. But I think that even with teachers... Robert, teaching CRT and and whatever else or toxic masculinity in the classrooms. We don't have a lot of that where I'm from in, you know, rural Missouri and with, you know, urban areas real close by. But you you do see it more in larger populated areas. But I'm going to tell you right now, once it gets taught to somebody who goes to an elite college where it is part of the curriculum... They don't need to go to school to learn it as a little kid. They learn that in the home. That's where racism and this sort of thought process really thrives. It's it's problem. Yeah, that's why we need to have uh, education that's based on students, uh, you know, being created in the image of God. And you know, even if the teachers aren't explicitly teaching critical race theory. They're in a system and have been trained by a system that believes that to be true. So they, uh, no matter how hard they try to avoid it, they are, you know, perpetrating that idea. My wife was a school teacher for 10 years in uh, rural schools, and, you know, she saw over 200 students a day. So it wasn't a system that was designed for, for children to be educated well. It's a system designed for babysitting and to keep kids out of trouble and to pass them along. So it's uh, not surprising that they pick up ideas uh, from each other significantly more than they do, uh, you know, these teachers. And so even if you have good teachers uh, in your schools, uh, what are the other students learning? A research by Barna shows that nearly 66% of Generation Z does not think that lying is wrong. And so even if your kid thinks lying is wrong, his two best friends or her two best friends don't. And so it's really a system that's perpetrating uh, these uh, bad ideas from anti-Semitism to uh, just that truth doesn't exist and everyone can do whatever they want. My grandkids know lying is wrong, but they're kids, so they're going to do it, but they get punished for it. But... um, I guess we're blessed. I've I've been blessed that the kids have had, well, except for my oldest grandson had a few whoppers for teachers, but my littlest grandson has had some fantastic teachers who are very religious and, and, and um, they don't teach religion in school, but they make sure that those classic qualities that children need to be successful in life are being upheld in the classroom, including not telling lies, including not being a bully, including... You know, just being a good person. So that does still happen. But when you're homeschooling, you are in charge of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, No one loves their kids more than parents. And uh, when you're homeschooling, you're in charge of the curriculum and you're in charge of uh, the discipline and you're in charge of passing on the moral fabric of society to the next generation. And so at Classical Conversations, we have free one-day parent trainings during the summer to teach you how to homeschool. You don't even have to be in our curriculum to do that. Uh, We have communities that we set up uh, that meet once a week and go over the curriculum. So it's not lone school. We like to call it home-based learning because uh, you're uh, getting together with 
other families who are on the same path as you are to encourage each other, to challenge each other, to support each other. And, uh, you know, we've been doing this for over 25 years with excellent results. And, you know, we want to give all of our knowledge and wisdom to any family or any parent that wants to homeschool their kid. Yeah. So if you're just frustrated with the system, you feel like things are not going the way you'd like them to go for your child and they're becoming less respectful and just saying words that you can't believe are coming out of your baby's mouth, those sorts of things. You can homeschool them, and there, a lot of people don't do it, Robert, because we get to a certain point where we're not smart enough to teach our kids the class, the curriculum that needs to be taught. But when you have an entire community of people helping, there's somebody who knows how to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I always just challenge parents, if you're not smart enough to teach your own kids, why are you sending them back to the same system that created that in your instance? And the nice thing about homeschooling is you don't have to know everything. You just have to be a a few seconds ahead of your own kids. And we really focus (laughs) on teaching the tools of learning. And so sometimes it's you know, the best best way to teach a kid how to learn is say, hey, I don't know how to do this. I don't know this either. Let's go research it together. Let's go you know, to Google or the encyclopedia or let's go, you know, go to this uh, class together. And so it really just gives an opportunity for parents to demonstrate some (laughs) humility, but also show kids like, it's all right, you don't have to, you're not going to ever be able to learn everything. So Mm -hmm. let's get the tools of learning. So whatever the world throws in front of you, uh, you know, whatever changes in the economy happen, that you can be successful no matter what, because you're not tied down to just some job skills you have the skills of uh, educating yourself. Yeah, I can't do math, though, so I I don't fit in this category. Um, So where do people go to find you? I have 30 seconds left. Yeah, go to classicalconversations.com, and we're on all the social medias. That's uh, Classical Conversations. Thank you so much. You're welcome.